Welcome to episode number 112, Moving In Together. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Heck, Lindsay Jenkins, and Gabe. Guys, thank you for joining us, Moving In Together. In this episode, we have a special guest, Lindsay Jenkins, who recently moved in together with our cousin, Danny Cuevas. The crew discusses sharing, communication, relationships, finances, possessions, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Helen Cam and Eric Hoffer. If you're new, guys, thank you for listening. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off with a definition from dictionary.com, and we define the word coexist. They define it as to exist separately or independently, but peacefully, often while remaining rivals or adversaries. Um, That sounds like enemies, kind of. Um, it feels that way. It does. Uh, so, um, all right, cool. Um, so, obviously, we're going to talk about moving in together, but this specific topic, I wanted to uh, grab a um, an article from, I think it's the Huffington Post. Yeah, it's HuffingtonPost.com titled, 15 Things Couples Should Do Before Moving In Together. Um, so, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty straightforward, and their ideas are... Um, I think spot on. There's a couple, you know, random ones, but this is a great um, article put together by uh, Wendy here. All right. So number one, again, 15 things couples should do before moving in together. Number one, articulate at least one reason besides convenience and finances to move in together. So hopefully you guys love each other. Um, <laughs> hopefully you can stand each other for more than four hours, like, right? Um, yeah, that's that's more of like a uh, friends will benefit kind of thing on that number one sure. um, line. But outside of that, I mean, I hope. I mean, you only hope, right? I mean, life is just you know one of these crazy things that we're living, obviously, right? Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, yeah, when you want everything to kind of line up exactly how you want it to in your mind or how you ever hope for. But who cares if it doesn't, as long as it's like, you know, it's, I don't know the way things pan out. It's always like in my head, I always have something like how I want it. And, but for some reason, the way it pans out is like way better beneficial for me. Sure. But when it initially happens, I'm like, all kind of bent out of shape. Well, that's not how I thought it was going to happen. What the heck? Well, yeah, it never works out. It never starts off the way you plan it. Yeah. 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 But, what I'm saying, like, the end result's always better anyway. All right, number two, save enough money for three months' rent, security in event of a breakup. Um, okay, well, th- so... <laughs> this is my favorite one. Yeah, it's just, like, I do get the cushion, and I do believe that that's a, that's a really good um, point. And, 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 and maybe, you know, strategy-wise, um, if you had it like that, that's fantastic. And I think you should, you know... Go for it. Go for but I goal. also don't think like that should be a hindrance, right? So if you don't have three months and then you're just sitting there like, oh, let's just kind of wait it out, wait it out. To me, that's like, did you, when you decided to move in with that person, is that like that conscious decision? Like, cause for me, it's kind of like, this is going to be my forever person. Hmm. So that yeah. if, if, 
if I know that and okay, maybe I had one month stacked up or two months stacked up, am I really waiting till I had that three stacked up? And the situation's really calling for we need to get the heck out of where we are and move in together kind of thing. Um, it's situational for me. And I'm a, what do they call it? I'm a lifer. So if I'm with somebody, I'm with that person, right? Sure, right. So if I'm married to my wife, I'm with my wife, right? It's right. not like, Stick oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's That's a tough one. Uh, but I totally agree if you have it like that. And if you can appropriately plan and you're that good, awesome, dude. That I'm all for that. That's awesome. Uh, number three, reach an agreement on how rent slash mortgage and household expenses will be split. Yes. Please, yes. Definitely. For sure. Yeah, One person handles it all, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe back in the day they did that, but yeah. you can't do that crap now. No, absolutely not. Just Wi-Fi and cable alone is two hundred dollars. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, letter Y. Okay, so we'll five. get into that because that's like such a big topic. Right. Um, all right. Number four: discuss your financial situation in detail. Same thing. That's that's a, such a huge topic. But yes, yeah. I agree. Um, be in agreement about potential future steps in your relationship, like marriage and kids, and when you'd like for those to happen. Puppies. Yes, uh, including pets. They left pets out, but that's a huge that's a thing. Huge. Yeah, pets. Um, yeah, we'll discuss further. Um, uh, number six, discuss how household chores will be divvied up. <laughs> I like the word divvied. Um, number seven, clean out your closets and get rid of all the old crap. This is literally a word they use. You no longer want or need. <laughs> Still oh. trying to get Dan to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> which is like the shoes he wears every day. So yeah, well, it's just a Terry and Papo. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, <laughs> That's at the uh, the in laws. Yeah. Um, number eight, celebrate a one year anniversary together. Oh, I guess they said you should be Plan together for, for a a year. Year. at least a year. Oh, before before you gotcha. celebrate gotcha. that one year, go I'll on a trip it. together set for several nights. Preferably one that requires a flight or two or a long time together in a small confined space like a car. I get that. I know what they're saying because it's like when you put yourself in a situation where it's not always going to be, you know, sure. rainbows and dandelions. Well, you have no choice but to interact with each other. Yeah. <laughs> right. In an uncomfortable way, too. Um, number 11. I'm sorry. Number 10. Be comfortable doing all your private bathroom activities in each other's homes. Introduce your pets and your kids if you have them. Fair enough. Decide whose furniture you're keeping. Also fair enough. Uh, number 14, pick out some new sheets and bedding <laughs> that complements both your tastes. I would have to agree. I mean, I hope you're picking out new sheets and bedding, but I don't know what the heck the statistic is, but how much we sleep and how many hours we're in our bed. I remember a while ago that was like... Um, this one, this one older gentleman that I knew, and he was talking about how his his bedroom was painted purple, and that he could not stand the color. If your if your bedroom's painted purple, right? Mm. Like I like the purple or the color purple. So if my bedroom's painted purple, and I'm talking about a really light, like a pastel purple, I can do right. Yeah, I'm fine with it. It literally doesn't bother me. One of my favorite colors is purple. But if you don't like that color, or if that's just by like it's like a one sided, lopsided thing. Outside of color of your walls or your bed sheets and the decor, that got to be brutal because of how much time we actually spend, spend in our bedrooms. Yeah. Now, I mean, if you sleep on a couch every night, that's on you, bud. Um, all right. And the last one, have an exit strategy. I mean, these guys, they just want <laughs> you to break strategy. up. Yeah. Yeah. 
they prep you for success start, and then like prep the you for failure too. Um, Step one and fifteen of that. <laughs> I think th- there was a couple steps in there that were like kind of like they're getting you ready. Like some some people already had families and stuff. Like like introduce your kids and your pets. Yeah. I mean, what if you don't have this? So you skip those steps, obviously. But I mean, how do they put that into perspective into one of the fifteen steps? No, I mean I agree with it. It's saying it, it says if you have any. I mean before I mean. How are you? How do you expect to move in with somebody if they have kids and pets that you've never met before? Right. And you're moving in to get to, together. You definitely should have an intro. Yeah, that would be awkward. Yeah. Go out to dinner. No. Take a Dude, walk. Dude, no way. Just move in and that's it. And I see. You know, uh, by the way, this is my kid, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> like he's moving in. That's the third bedroom. And uh, Pedro, the dog, is <laughs> over here too. Don't do an introduction. Just make it awkward as all hell. Forget um, it. And that's why number 15 comes in. Have an exit strategy. Yeah, have an exit <laughs> yeah, exactly. strategy. Right there. Close your exit strategy. Out. Called door. Um, <laughs> who keeps the apartment in the event of a breakup? Will the person moving out find a new roommate for the person staying? Question mark. What about the deposit on the department? Um, okay, fair enough. It was a good enough article. I wanted to bring it to your attention. Yeah. It brought up some thought-provoking ideas, and we can just kind of spin off that. Um, So our guest, Lindsay Jenkins, is in a relationship with our cousin, Danny Cuevas. They live together in an apartment, and I will let her elaborate a little bit more on their relationship and their living situation. Um, But just to kind of give you guys, you know, a little brief synopsis of what's going on and why we have her as a uh, guest on our podcast, 112, titled... Moving in together. So, Lindsay, can you just briefly explain? Actually, explain. I know Danny's not here, but explain, um, you know, how you guys met and, you know, what your current living situation is. So, Dan and I met um, about a year and a half ago. Uh, We met last July and we met on a blind date. We were fixed up by our friend. Nice. Uh, yeah, and she did a really poor job of selling him. She was like, <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, he's 28 and I'm 33. So right. I was like, all right, he's younger. But she's like, but he's really mature for 28. And he is. I mean, yeah, Dan is. is one of the most mature people I've ever met. Yeah. And uh, she's like, he lives at home. I'm like, oh, God. Because my ex lived at home with his mom and he was like in his mid 30s. And that ended because it was like, all right, clearly this is not going anywhere. Right, right. So I just immediately had flashbacks sure. and I was like, oh, no. But she was like. You know, she talked so highly of him. Okay, yeah. fine. So, you know, we got along very well. Um, and it kind of just, when I met him, he was studying for his boards for nursing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was either at the library all the time or at Starbucks all the time. And, you know, he would come over after work when I got home from school. And it just turned into, like, when I would leave for school, you know, I was gone all day. It was just my empty apartment. And he would ask if he could come over and study. And then, you know, it became like, all right, well, I'm going to come over and study. I'll I'll bring a bag in case I stay over. And then he never left. (laughs) Uh, That's one way. That's one way to move in. (laughs) Bringing it close in little by little. Yeah. So then eventually, you know, we took one day where we went over to his parents' house. And I think I like handpicked stuff that he was allowed to bring because, I mean, he has a he has more things than I do. I've yeah. never seen a man with so many clothes, so many shoes. Like, yeah. I don't... In our bedroom, I had, when I lived alone, a six-drawer dresser. Yeah. He now has three of those six drawers, plus his own separate six-drawer dresser that he <laughs> brought from home. <laughs> and half the closet. My man. And he still has stuff at his parents' house. <laughs> oh, my God. 
God. I guess that's just as bad as me. I have the whole closet in all five drawers. (laughs) Yeah. And I got a a rack of shoes in the the closet. Like, the rack is on the ground and my my clothes are above it. So, yeah. It's a guy thing. I think it's our family. We're bad with that. Maybe. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, we we read this article when you first sent it to us. And we did maybe like three of those things. Um, Because we just celebrated our year anniversary in July. Yeah. Um, And when we went on our first vacation together, we took a road trip to Virginia. um, And on the way home is how we discovered this podcast. Because we had like an eight-hour drive. And Dan was like, hey, guess what? Jim has a podcast. All right, cool. Listen. Yes, we That's did. Awesome. That is awesome. Um, but yeah, it was definitely like he was hurting because he's a big guy. Yeah. And, you know, in my little car, yeah. we've made many stops to, you know. But it was, um, you know, it was good. And as far as like living together, everything's been pretty normal. You know, we just split everything. Yeah. Um, last October, we did have an addition. Um, we ended up taking in a... a 17 year olds um and it was i mean i think i said yes before i asked dan about it and then i was like are you sure about this and yeah he was fine with it um which i know like jim you and i've talked about but like the second or third day i ever talked to dan one of the things he said to me was you know i really want to adopt a kid one day and i want to adopt a teenager because nobody wants the teenagers yeah yeah and it was Friday, October 27th, and we were at the Humeville Inn having drinks, and my best friend calls me, and she was like, hey, um, Nelgy needs a place to stay for the weekend. Can she stay with you guys? Yeah. So I was, like, freaking out and just, like, asked him a thousand times, are you sure this is okay? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So she came to stay with us for the weekend, and she still lives with us, and now we that's have awesome. custody of her, and yeah, so he awesome. got his teenager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> So me, me and him had, I mean, we want, everyone here can stay vouch that I've had some deep conversations with all, all of these, right? And one of my conversations with Danny was it was just, you know, it was a kid conversation, it's a children conversation, I should say. And um, he, he asked me directly, he's like, you know, like, w- w- you know, what's your take on, you know, having kids? Obviously, there's prior, me and Kel were married, but there's prior to us having um, James or Cade. And I said, I always wanted two of my very own. Um, cause I just think for me, that's like a beautiful thing. That's what I want to do. And I always want to, I always wanted to adopt a child. Um, so then he's like staring at me. He's like, dude, so do I, I think that's awesome. Is how, you know, like how badass is that? Like you adopt, you adopt a kid like that. I just think there's something he's like, I feel like that's a calling. And I was like, I think it is too, because not, that's not for everyone. But I think if like you have that ingrained in you, like sure. you should mm-hmm. do it. You know what I mean? Like that's definitely something that. God placed in your heart. And he's like, yeah. So he's like, what age? So this is where I never thought about this. I'm like, what do you mean? Because in my mind, adoption for me was uh, like a, an, yeah, like oh, a baby. baby not, yeah, yeah. So this is when he said, dude, this is years ago. I mean, when I say years ago, James is four and a half. So we're talking at least six, seven years ago. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I want to adopt a teenager. I would love to adopt a teenager because, you know, it, it must be hard for them. To get in, get placed in a, you know, like in a home. And when he said that, there was like a mind blowing thing. I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, like, I see it, like you see it on TV, but for someone to come from genuinely from their heart and say that, I was like, wow, dude, that's, that's your thing, dude. Like go after it. Um, And then our conversation obviously like went into, spiraled into other conversations, but that is a real thing. Like that was a real conversation I personally had with Danny 
out back my own house smoking a cigar. <laughs> Legit conversation. Um, yeah, so that so that's awesome. Um, so did when you guys you know when it I know so it kind of happened naturally mm-hmm. the way you explained it. Was there any like contingencies like like for me? It's like when someone like moves in because it's it was technically obviously your space first. So is there any things that you kind of maybe that he did or you didn't want him to do? That would maybe make you cringe or just like, oh God, no, someone's going to, or is you just kind of open? Um, I mean, we don't really have anything that like we butt heads about. Um, I'm like, I have, I have OCD, um, yeah. like legitimate OCD, not like, you know, I just say I do. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> when I was like, for example, when I was little, <laughs> I would never let my own friends come into my room because I didn't want them touching my stuff. Oh yeah, and yeah, like yeah. moving it or leaving things or yeah. you know, so I've always been an overly clean person. Yeah, um, and I've you know I've lived by myself since I went to college. So yeah. I, you know I've been on my own for over twelve years. Um, I've never had to worry about you know somebody else doing something that I do a different way. Right. So you know it'd be something totally innocent like folding towels or putting something in the cabinet and it wasn't how I have been doing it for 12 years. Right, right. And like, I can't say anything because it's not him. It's me. Like, you know, I like my dish towels rolled and I stack them all and I open the closet one day and they're just like a mess of like nicely folded, but not rolled how I like them. Right. So I just kind of pretend that they fall on the floor and then I pick them up and I refold them. (laughs) Oh my God. And like a couple weeks ago, he and Nelji had... I guess they had a bet or something because we all went grocery shopping and I wasn't home when they went home to put everything away and they bet like how long it would take me to rearrange the fridge. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, look, I just, I figure if everything's in its spot, you open the fridge, you see everything that's there. Right. There's no right. like rooting yeah. through. There's no right. guessing. Like, right. I just like to have it all out in the open. And if right. it bothers you, fine. Then you can shop for yourself. <laughs> like, and I had like a tantrum that day. I was like, I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning for you guys. Screw you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's I got over great. it like real quick. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, ha- having things a certain way. So... How is that? Because it, within one year, you don't have one person. You have two people. So it's, that, it's beyond you and Dan's relationship, right? Yeah. Um, now you adopted a, a teenager. Is there something even beyond that? That's even kind of cooler. So is there anything else that's kind of like Danny's not doing or Danny is doing the way you thought it should happen and she's not doing something? Or is it kind of you um, guys figured it all out? I mean, we figured it all out. Uh, like the only thing I know that he definitely does like – when I fold his laundry, I like to fold my t-shirts in the middle uh-huh. and then fold the sleeves over. But he likes to fold the sleeves in oh, and then like man. double it and double it again. So I know how to fold his shirts. He doesn't even bother like touching my laundry. He's like, that's, that's your thing. Yeah. And you just do it. Yeah. Um, and Nelgie's a slob. I mean, she's 17. Yeah. She's, that's what, yeah, that's what it's like is, yeah. every 30 seconds, it's like cleaning her room and she hoards dishes, but she lives a stone's throw to the sink. Um, I mean, I feel like if she gave it a big enough, like, heave, she could get a bowl from her doorway into the sink, yet there's, like, piles and piles of dishes in her room. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so one day when they were both, I guess he was working and she was at school, um, I went in to look for something that I knew would be in her room, and I just, like, every surface was covered in clothes. Yeah. And I, I mean, it was... It was a mess. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I just went like 
scorched earth and <laughs> took everything out of her room and put it in the living room. And I texted her and I was like, the second you get home, we're going through everything you own. We are donating stuff that you don't wear anymore. And we are cleaning this room. <laughs> now, how, did, how did she take to that? Like, how was her reaction towards it? Like, does she get like... I don't know, like, does she give you guys attitude? Like, I mean... No, she's really quiet. Um, she's actually really afraid of Dan because, like, Dan <laughs> well, who is it? He's a giant. Look he at is him. a giant, but, like, Dan is probably one of the nicest people I've ever met. So yeah, he doesn't he yell. Like, yeah. he never gets mad. But yeah. he'll be like, LG, I'm so disappointed that you didn't, you know, X, Y, and Z. <laughs> yeah. And she just dies because yeah. he's oh, so disappointed man. in her yeah, yeah. so he likes to pull that harder. card like yeah. i you know i'm really sad by this or i'm really disappointed by this and she just she's mortified yeah um but yeah she's usually she's usually afraid of him more than me <laughs> <That's too funny. laughs> um so you guys are obviously opposites in a sense of organizing and cleaning the home I so mean, Dan, yeah i think dan's pretty clean yeah so um all right so did pets come along with this deal i have two dogs yes um and they what kind of dogs i have two maltese nice. some things um i have baxter who i've had for almost five years so it's been just me and him yeah until two years ago then i adopted my second dog simon so baxter was still kind of jealous that there was another dog then this guy comes in um and simon likes everybody so like Dan is his favorite person. He'll yeah. like sit on his head and give him kisses and like all this <laughs> stuff. Um, they have like a really sweet bromance. It's great. Yeah. Um, Baxter is like cat like, so he took a while to get used to Dan, just like having somebody in the house. But yeah. he likes him. He'll you know he tolerates him. Yeah. He'll sometimes go over and like hang out with him, and then a second later he's like, "Who are you? Get away from me!" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so did Danny have any issues with that or he was just kind of like laid back with, it's, it's funny with Danny because he's definitely, he's a, he's a very calm or he's a, he has poise in himself. So when mm-hmm. he presents himself, even if he's probably nervous about something, you don't always, you yeah. can't always tell. No. He kind of like blocks that portion off and just plays kind of, it well. Yeah, yeah. He plays it off really well. If he is, I don't, I'm yeah. not saying that he is nervous. I'm just saying if he ever was, you can't really tell. He's hard to read in that sense. Because he's always calm in a sense, and mm-hmm. regardless of what the situation is, he just has like this calming <laughs> thing about him. I don't know what it is. Um, I can see him actually being easy. I'm not saying the guy's perfect or anything by any means, but I'm saying I can see him being easy to get along with mm-hmm. for oh, yeah. the most Dan part. Can, he yeah. talks to everyone, like everyone <laughs> I've ever introduced him to. They're like, he is the nicest person I've ever met. Yeah, and he is like he just he has this way of like making people yeah. open up to him and. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. Um, all right, so what about like furniture? I know you did mention the um, you know the six drawer dresser that he brought in. <laughs> um, obviously, you've been living you know by yourself for a while, so your your apartment is already fully furnished. Um, was there anything that was like style wise or anything that when he came in, you're like, oh gosh, maybe this is too? W- was it like more of like a feminine thing, or you're just kind of in between? It didn't really have any of that kind of appeal because the reason why i'm saying this because i remember my my wife's best friend her apartment like if it defined a level of like i don't even know if this is a term or anything but like it was definitely a female that was living there and there's nothing against it but you could just tell like it was just a lot of color a lot of just 
Hawaii. It was like this Hawaiian themed thing. And she was the only one living in and the she house. She was the only one living well, in the then, house. Yeah, she could do yeah. whatever she wanted. Well, yeah, no, it's... obviously. It was, I mean, she's paying rent. She's paying the bills. I mean, yeah. It was right, I'm saying, what I mean is like she didn't have to consult with someone who's like, oh, I'm going to put up a, a, a hibiscus over in this corner. Like she just did it and it was like her own stilo right. for it. But what I'm saying is then the, the, um, her and her boyfriend at the time, who's, who's now her husband, moved in. They oh, moved oh, in together. Oh. I'm always interested in how that, because then he's the opposite. He was a hunter. He is a hunter. So all his stuff was just very like dark greens, dark browns. <laughs> yeah, and very masculine. You had one feminine, super feminine and super masculine. It's hilarious. So when they came together, I don't even know how you do it. If you go to their house now, it's beautiful. It's beautifully decorated. Like, And you could tell where they met. Yeah. Like where they met in their style, I mean, it's just yeah. like very. They can just decorate very well, and it's just like, wow, this came together. I thought I was gonna see like you know, um, you know, like deer horns or whatever hanging, you know, on one side. With lays on them. Yes, with lays <laughs> on them. Right, oh exactly. Like I just thought like that's what I was gonna walk into. So classic. And here you walk into this like maturely decorated like I'm like oh okay. Fancy, hey! I didn't really, I didn't know that was gonna happen. Was there anything? And I mean, in that sense, I know because Dan's coming from his parents' house, so it wasn't like he had really, you know, much of decoration per se. But if right. is there anything that you changed because he was there? You kind of switched up or took down? Um, no. I mean, as far as decorations go, I, I have a. I mean, it's not like I wouldn't say super feminine. I'm not a very girly girl. Yeah. Um. But the thing that we, I mean, the one thing he wanted, he, you know, he wanted his degrees displayed because, you know, you guys know he's yeah. been in college since he was yeah. like four. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, <laughs> I think he's still there. He's five degrees, <laughs> yeah. four of which are hanging now in our bedroom. Yeah. Um, but we did get, uh, we did get a king size bed because I've had a full and I think that lasted maybe eight months. But yeah. he's, you know, he's six four. Yeah. And at the time, both dogs slept with us, so all yeah, four oh, of man. us in a full bed was yeah. not comfortable. So no. we sprung for the king size mattress, and now neither of us knows that we're even in the same bed. <laughs> <laughs> we have our own half. It's pretty great. That's <laughs> it's on the awesome. west wing, and she's on the east wing. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's funny because I'm probably just as tall, and I I just remember just adjusting to and not knowing I was adjusting. So I, I lived in a twin bed my whole life. Even when I went to college in the dorms, somehow I got they mistakenly put like a um an athlete bed. So what an athlete bed is it's it's an extended twin. So it's super long. And it was like the most comfortable bed I ever had. Literally. And I didn't even know any better. That's how long <laughs> I was used to literally my feet hanging over the end of the bed. Or I would kind of like crisscross applesauce my feet in my bed or my legs in my bed. And he's still taking over the ha- the whole bed. <laughs> yeah. Until I, whatever, till we got our own place. Or no, till my, my parents moved and we got all new furniture uh, for our rooms. And I finally bought a queen size bed. And I remember it being like literally life changing. <laughs> I was just like, wait yeah. a minute, you're supposed to be this comfortable? Like, yeah, I, I know people like agree. sleep. Yeah, like I know people like sleeping and stuff like that. And I, I always think people just say that stuff just to say it, just because uh, whatever. I don't want to get out of my bed. But no, literally, there's a reason why. Why well, I discovered the reason why is because you're actually comfortable yeah. in your own bed. I was always uncomfortable in my own bed. Yeah, sleeping in a twin for the longest time, and then all of a sudden you have a queen. It's like holy crap. I, me, I'm only five eleven. 
I could lay diagonal in the bed, and there's like so much room on other on either side. I'm like, dude, this is great, and I had it for myself. So I would come home at nighttime. I'm like, just sprawl out. I'll lay any which way I want. <laughs> Next, you know, a dog will come in, and then I then I realize how small the bed actually is when you have a wife and 14 kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they yeah. all want to sleep in with you, including the dogs. <laughs> so it's. I knew what you were feeling when you had a smaller bed because it's totally that way now. So we're looking to get a king-size bed, but we need to get a bigger bedroom Because yeah. well. uh, I think just literally, I think we should just get a studio because everyone sleeps with each other, like in the house. Everyone sleeps yeah. in the same room. Yeah. So I think we should just <laughs> two do that. Beds, a two-bed uh, studio. Yeah. What yep. is it, the Murphy bed that like comes out of the wall? <laughs> oh my yeah. god, that would be so cool. <laughs> Uncle Jesse had that in a full house. And I yes, it was he the did. Coolest thing ever. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's cool. Um, so yeah, anyhow. like you said, like think of how much time you spend in your bedroom. Like yeah. if you're gonna spend money on something, it might as well be your bed. It should be yeah, not only be. yeah, it's your bed and like your sheets. Like if you mm. have like the cushion, like that extra cushion, then you get like that Egyptian thread sheets. There's a big oh, yeah. difference, and then the the space. So I'm talking about a queen. I'm gonna imagine a king, which is even more space, because um, James will sleep in between uh, us and just drop kick me, punch me in the face. <laughs> I'm a very like if I go to sleep, I'm not saying I'll wake up in the exact same position, but fairly close. I'll just kind of like roll over. Because I wake up a lot in the middle of the night, yeah. and it's because I'm uncomfortable. Again, I'm back at this stage, but it's not because of necessarily the bed. It's because there's other people in the bed, and it's just like, Ugh. Um, But I check my phone, so I'll look over, turn it off, and then that's my movement. It's like James literally is doing flips in the bed. I don't even know what he's doing. He ended up one day, his feet were literally at my neck kicking me, and he was the other way. That was last night. I'm like, what the heck? My feet. I'm like, what the hell is tickling my foot? <laughs> Nova's head and her curly ass hair is all over my toes. I'm like, what in the world are you doing down there, Nova? And then the best part is it's three o'clock in the morning. And I guess she just like woke up and could go to sleep. She finds her iPad and she's watching iPad in the bed. I'm like, Nova, it's time to sleep. Like, what are you doing? She's like, dad, I can't sleep. I'm like, well, bring your body over this way. And she's not understanding. I'm like, can you bring your head over towards where mine and mommy's head is at? Like, so we can sleep all normal. Cause I felt bad. I was like kicking her. My feet were like brushing her hair. I was like, what the heck is going on here? But yeah, that was exactly last night. So uncomfortable. Yeah. So, I mean, the sleeping situations is tough. First of all, and then you don't even know what you're, what you're getting into when you move in with someone technically oh, yeah. dance a snorer yeah that like things like that that's oh, exactly yeah. what i was gonna say is he a mover he is now like he was he used to be like jim wouldn't he'd yeah. sleep like kind of in the same spot yeah but now he'll just like he'll flip in a circle <laughs> until he can find a spot like a dog like and they then dig. he's kind of, kind of <laughs> but he like just recently started snoring so we got like the nose strips and like Every night, I have, did you put your nose strip on? Did you set your alarm? Yes, yes. And like, I'll, sometimes I'll just reach Check. over and whack him right in the face. Like, turn over. That's great. Yeah. I told him I'm going to start recording him and play it back for him. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. I mean, you, you, you don't you know. know what people's habits are. Tendencies, yeah. whatever. Um, that's funny. And then there's a difference with moving in with someone who is your significant other versus moving into someone who's just a roommate. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of different things that come along with that. I feel yeah. like they're... To me, I feel like the tension's more, I don't know, it's a good trade-off, but I feel like the tension's more when you're moving in with just a roommate. Because yeah. I feel like there's this thing in your head that it has to, everything has to be even, has to be. Mm. But if it's your significant other, there's this source of love 
that is forgiving about you. So you're just kind of like, okay, you know, like whatever. You kind of like shrug it off. We'll talk about it to, you know, I don't want this ongoing. But there's this level of, I think, forgiveness. Whereas if it's just a roommate, you're like, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't the deal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Is that true? Yeah. You're sending like passive aggressive texts like, I need your $176.13 for cable. (laughs) Can you Venmo me? Dude, that is so true. (laughs) You know I accept PayPal too, so you have two options here, buddy. You know how like unfortunate that is too? Like that's just like ruins relationships too. Oh, yeah. Regardless, like of what what that kind of relationship it is, that stuff ruins. I mean, obviously, money is like the number one factor for divorces statistically. But I mean, just imagine outside of relationships, like you know, your significant other, just a random, you know, even like okay, who wants to go to um, whatever Blink One Eighty Two concert, a Beyonce concert, the baseball game? Who wants to go in and buy you know a shore house together for the summer? Anytime money comes together. There's a something's about about to go down, and it, yeah. does, it may or <laughs> may not be page. negative, but it's just like yeah. yeah, anything, any hiccup, especially like an ongoing thing. Like we have friends who literally rent the shore houses every single year, drop ten grand every single year. Because we we're just talking about that. I'm like, they've been doing it for over ten years. I'm like, dude, that's a, over a hundred thousand dollars. You could have literally half paid this house off. Yeah. In another ten years. The thing would have been paid off for less than that. Fifteen years, yeah. you would have owned the oh, thing absolutely. outright, right? Mm-hmm. So in five more years, they're still dropping that ten grand. Um, and I know how easily I'm just saying these numbers, but still, it's just like ah, ten grand. They're just, you know what I mean. But um, the money went wrong at, on in at one year, and it was just like oh boy, not with this particular uh, per, uh, people that I'm speaking of, but that same concept happened with a buddy of mine at, from Temple, mm. where. It was a, a good chunk of change. It was like seven grand, and they split it. It was like thirty five hundred a piece, and the person only came up with like a grand. Hmm. And he's like, "Dude, oh, you're like twenty five hundred dollars short. You're like, you're not even close." <laughs> well, I'll get it to you. Just front it. So then my buddy fronts it, and oh. they get the house. And all summer long, he's like nickel and diamond. So now, diming. And so now my buddy, every time he saw this dude go out and partying, he had this thing. He's like, oh, you have the money to go out and party? Oh, but you can't pay yeah. me, you yeah. know, the, the hundred bucks a week that we agreed on, blah, blah, blah. Wow. So it was just like, and it continued. It snowballed. And the dude bought a new car. So he's getting nasty text messages and phone calls. And it just snowballed into this crazy thing. And I know. I'm sure they don't um, talk now. Yeah, no, they they do talk, but it's, they're, they were, they were best friends. Let's put it that way. They're not anymore. Wow. Um with the Huffington Post is like talking about the finances. And I, I say this about, you know, I said this last week uh, with Make It Happen. is like sometimes you don't necessarily know what it all entails. You don't know. And the episode prior to that, I didn't even know, like when I was talking about like in a business sense, I didn't know I was playing chess. I didn't know I was in the game of chess. Meanwhile, I was just playing a game. I didn't know what it was called and I didn't know their strategy. And sometimes you don't even know what you're getting. I say that to say you don't even know necessarily what you're even getting yourself into if it's your first time and you didn't seek uh you know advice or guidance from mm-hmm. someone who's been there done that kind of thing um i don't know Lindsay, did you seek did you talk to anybody before like hey he's kind of just whatever or did you see a friend do that and it kind of worked out for them I, I feel like with you guys it was more of a natural thing but um yeah. i mean my sister and her now husband you know they the three of us lived together at one point and then they moved out um but i think it just kind of worked itself out because 
everything was already like in my name and yeah you know like as far as bills and stuff so it was just easier to like all right i'll just send you half of you know cable and rent and everything right. rather than trying to figure out like who owes what when and there's no question yeah 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 it's pretty clean cut that's awesome um yeah and then i, I remember like even like when we when we went to temple uh so the first two years actually for the first yeah it's for the first two years temple helps their students freshman and sophomore get housing within like on the campus after sophomore year i don't even know if this is still true we're talking over 10 years ago but if after sophomore year it's kind of like you're on your own there's housing around you yeah. can, but you got to figure it out on yourself um so we figured it out a bunch of guys right four or five six guys we figured it out found a house on fontaine street 1512 fontaine street which is a block off main campus fair enough um so we're walking to, literally it was like basically being on campus yeah. outside of you just had we had like regular neighbors it wasn't like other students but um but anyway i remember huge arguments like dang near fist fights over the bills i mean people weren't coughing and at that time we didn't have venmo we didn't have cash app we didn't have any of these yeah. things it was like Dude, we're cut, literally, some of us were cutting checks. Yeah. <laughs> because we didn't want to get dinged, because we're such nickel and diamond. If you went to, like, the ATM on campus, they would charge you five bucks to withdraw money. Then your bank would charge you five bucks. And I was like, dude, I just lost ten bucks. Do you know what a college kid could do with ten bucks? <laughs> it was, Dude, yeah, yeah, it's to that level. And then that in itself created arguments. Like, dude, there's an ATM right there. Give me my money. Like, I'm not getting dinged for ten bucks. Just got to have you money. And literally, arguments, oh, it just... It's nuts, but again, I didn't know I was getting into that, right? Like, I didn't have anyone to bounce an idea off of, like, oh, when you went to, you know, when you're dorming with someone, how'd that work out? I don't know. Didn't do it. So, okay, what do I do? Uh, figure it out. So, this was us figuring it out. Um, and then you don't even know what's going on. We were so ignorant. We didn't even know if what we were giving was the right amount. So then, like, we're like, like, dude, I think this guy's making money off of us. <laughs> Like, and it started like boiling down. Like, dude, this is a disaster. And then when we left, I'm like, we never even got our security deposit. This is stuff I thought of like years later. This is how like knucklehead wow. situation. Somebody got the security deposit back. Yeah. You didn't get nothing in return. Yeah. And I still don't even know. But and, and for me, that's not something that I care to even like whatever. It's like, yeah. fine. Because like, I believe in, you know, what goes around comes around karma, sure. whatever. That's on you, dude. That's just going to come back on you. I'm fair enough. I still laugh at myself. I'm able to laugh at like how literally just dumb dude like a level of dumb that's profound um but it is what it is to me <laughs> it's just like it's a learning lesson it is what it is but if my kids or someone were to ask me my cousin's going into that situation hopefully they could they'll seek seek me out if, and remember that i did it and i can tell them, like dude just make sure you do x y and z i'm not telling you how you live your life but think about those things it's on you. I want you to learn your own, you know, hardships. I want you to go through your own thing. That's the only way we're going to grow is through pain. But if there's some things you mind. can skip, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's funny. So, all right. Outside of, you know, the furnitures and the, the finances, what, what was the hardest part you think um, about moving in together? Um, probably like being able to go to the bathroom with the door open. <laughs> Yeah. yeah 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 that's true like that's whatever whole... number that was about being okay like i will never like i still have not i will never fart in front of dan i will never poop in front of him like, yeah yeah that is never going that, to happen that's, yeah that's a level that like i think yeah 
even with me like being i'm a guy and i took that level to like an extreme level before like with jess i've been with jess for for 10 years and it's like i think it took maybe two and a half three years before i actually like oh well dan doesn't care yeah <laughs> sometimes we'll but, be sitting watching tv and he like kind of looks over at me i'm like really dude like you couldn't have gotten up <laughs> yeah 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 but I mean, that is tough because and then, and and it's like it's your own space. And I, I have a classic. The guys know I sent the text out um, in our family group message. But I was trying to figure something out on Instagram that I wasn't understanding. You know, like the story was it? I understand like the story part, but I was like, how do people get the buttons on? Like, there's little circles underneath their you're in the description and their profile. So I was trying to figure this out and it was driving me nuts because we just launched the blessed life and I wanted to make sure I was promoting myself as much as possible without being obnoxious. And basically that's what the story is. So if they don't click on it, then they won't see it. And you could just still share your family pictures, your personal stuff. Excuse me. But with the story, you clicked on it, dude, that's on you kind of thing. And of course I'm going to promote my, you know, my business or whatever. And of course this thing got like, Within 20 minutes, hundreds of views. I'm like, how? How? And then all of a sudden, this thing starts sending me statistics. and all this. It was like just cool as anything. But I was going back and forth. So I was out back smoking a cigar. And Kel was just upstairs. I don't know if she's taking a shower or putting James to bed or whatever. But I had showered James. She gave the uh, Kate a bath. We put him all upstairs. Everything was good. I'm like, boom, he's done. I'm going downstairs. It was still early. I mean, it was like, I don't know, 10.30-ish. I'm like, I was dying for a cigar. I'm like, I'm going to go smoke a cigar, go back. So I'm out back figuring this stuff up on Instagram. So we're going back and forth in text. She's like, Jim, you're not going to hear from me for a while. I'm like, what? She's like, I'm going in, I'm jumping into the shower or whatever. So if you're asking me questions, I'm not answering. Is that because I fell asleep or anything? I'm, going, I'm like, okay. And then real quick, I'm like, yo, what, what does this do? And I've sent her a thing. So I, unknowingly, I'm just out back, you know, smoking a cigar. And she comes out. And she's like, Jim. I'm like, what? She's like, you figured it out? I'm like, no. She's like, ew. I'm like, what? She's like, it smells like cigars and farts out here. <laughs> so I said, excuse me. You came into my personal space unannounced. That's on you. Okay? But it was funny. As hell. And I, I, I mean, I, I laugh at myself. So I put it out there or whatever to the, you know, the team or the uh, Team BC text or whatever. But it's true. I was like, wait a second. You can't just like barge in on me. And she saw me. She's laughing because it's like the most innocent thing. I'm sitting there on Instagram trying to figure this thing out. 11 o'clock at night or whatever. It's the worst smell ever. Yeah. A, a She's like, I never combo. go outside. I never go outside. But the best part was I didn't even know I was farting. You know what I mean? It was just like, I, okay, that's what it smells like. It might not have even been. He crust up. The, was it the, a dust cropped himself? Yeah, listen, I was relaxed. Um, but yeah, I mean, those, those are all, you know, things that are challenging. You kind of get over and you develop and you figure ways around those things or whatever. That is funny. I forgot, I forgot about, you know, that, or when that even happened in my relationship with Kel, I have no idea. She could probably tell you. Um, all right. So what was, you know, flipping the script on that one? What was the most rewarding part of moving in together? Um, I mean, I think we, like, we really just have fun hanging out together. Mm -hmm. Um, like, you know, when you see those couples, then you can just tell they, like, they just don't like each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we'll just, you know, we'll go to a bar for a drink or we'll, right now we're working on a puzzle or watch The Office and, like, we're just hanging out, like, and it's not, like, it's not weird or, you know, 
he has like not his forced. video games now right like it's just yeah. chill and it's fun yeah um so i think like you know just being able to do more things together that we you know find out that we like and like yeah. you know it's only been a little over a year so we're still learning oh, yeah. about you know stuff that we like to do and um you know still trying to get dan to get his passport so we can go on any vacation Wait, he's, he's, he, he, never dan mind. has never left the country never mind that's too funny i'll leave it yeah. at that <laughs> i was gonna say something but no like <laughs> but yeah he's i mean he's he's a fun guy to hang out with he's hilarious and uh i mean you know it's always interesting when we're just you know hanging out yeah so it's nice to have company yeah for sure um so based on off that and and i don't know if there's anything else you want to add towards you know moving in together but if there was a couple let's just say if you could speak to the year and a half ago Lindsay, before you guys moved in together would there be any advice you would give yourself or if you know you felt like you kind of played your cards right if there was a couple moving in together what advice would you give them um it's funny because in my like girlfriend's group chat we had something like this this morning because um i have one friend who just she's like so passionate about everything that she just loves to turn everything into like a big deal yeah and i'm always reading her rants and like her texts and i'm like oh like it's not that big a deal you yeah. know like you, you just have to <laughs> pick what you're gonna care about right um and it's you know like not everything is life or death like right. you know stuff that you think is important five minutes later is not going to be that important right yeah. um so it's you know i really just think it's a matter of figuring out how each other works and you know realizing that like it doesn't always have to be a fight if you don't do everything exactly the same like you're you're different people you're yeah. gonna do things differently yeah you just just a matter of like chilling out and being okay with that right yeah i know like one of the things like i for me I would say is just the ability to share and not only just share items, share your thoughts, share truly like what you're thinking. Cause sometimes people hoard not only items, but their thoughts and then that boils up and that ends up, that can eventually end up into some like, you know, mass argument to, you know, maybe even the possibility of splitting up or whatever. Um, but I think it's just sharing and, and sometimes not being too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just say like, like right proceed amount. with yeah. caution kind of thing. Like just test the waters out. Sometimes people are too comfortable, right? And that always freaks me out too. I don't like people who are like too, too cautious because then there's like nothing gets done. And then people who are like so careless is like, dude, you're reckless at this point. You know what I mean? You got to find that weird balance just with everything in life, right? Um, you have to find that, you know, that balance. Um, but yeah, and I think that be that can easily be found with the most basic thing. What do we teach our kids, right? Learn how to share. You can share your toys. With, that's like our biggest topic right now with James is him sharing. Um, and he's very open, but he, he was never exposed to that outside of school. So he just think everything is his. And he thinks everyone, you know, at one point, if it's, you know, if it's he goes over Nova's house or Hex house, Hex daughter stuff are also just his. He can just, you know, at will just play with whatever. And I'm trying to explain to him, this is truly sharing, you know, you being open with your things or what was yours for example um i know another thing with me is like cleaning and stuff you know your definition of being clean or cleaning is not the same definition as someone else's definition of what looks clean right and so like maybe that not, doesn't necessarily have to be a quote discussion but just an observation at first 
and an acceptance maybe on your end and maybe not an acceptance if someone's like too over the top and you can't handle it, that's going to be there forever. Like you can't change people. You can only, you know, influence them to a certain extent. A lot of it is just you, right? It's kind of like what you were saying, you know, you literally have OCD and there's certain things, but you were mature enough to understand and be able to deal with that aspect of your relationship with him and understand maybe it's just me. Maybe it's me. Maybe he's not dirty. Maybe it's just me. Maybe he is dirty. I don't know. But it's an observation that you really do have to step back and just like, okay, let's just see how this goes. There's a lot of processes that we do um, in my career where it's just like, well, let's just try it for a week. Let's just try it for a month. And if we don't like it, we can go back to the old way. Right, we always talk about that. Let's let's just change it. All right, it, some person's not happy with how things are going. Fair enough. Let's try it your way for a month, and if it works, keep it going. If it doesn't, we got to go back and come up with another plan. Um, just being open, I think for me, uh, being open to that concept is, I think that'll get you far. I don't know. Yeah. Um, being like like you're saying, being open. Now, you said that what was it, the girl's name? Your the girl that you guys adopted, New and Dane. Nelgy. Nelgy. Being that the first, the first day that was a friend of yours called in and said, "Hey, can she spend a weekend?" Mm-hmm. And it started out from there, and you guys were kind of open for that. So that was like a testing the waters. And what made you guys decide that like we can do this, make this happen, and we can we're pretty much on the same pace to do the whole adoption and take her in and and whatever. Like, what was the whole thing? Like, was she there just for that weekend, or was she there for like? Uh no, can you hold her for another two weeks? Can you keep her there? Like I don't know what, what, what how did that all work out? Like I mean, we like the original premise was you know can she stay for the weekend and when we go to school on Monday we'll figure everything out. Um, because I used to work at the school where she's okay. you now senior. Um, but I kind of feel like like at least Dan and I knew that you know if we were gonna take her we were gonna take her. Yeah. Um, you know like this she's been through a lot she's been shuffled through a bunch of different houses and like you know i just think that we just kind of i mean we had no idea what we were doing but yeah we just tried it and you know Jim, like you were saying it worked like we tried it and it worked yeah. so yeah we figured you know we can we're well enough off that we can give what we can to right yeah. you know to help somebody out and yeah. you know family and friends have been super supportive of everything so sure you know we just figured we might as well continue helping her because, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pawn her off on somebody else. I'm not right. going to, you know, leave her on her own. Yeah. So we're just going to make it work. Yeah. yeah and I think that's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's definitely awesome. Kudos to you guys. I mean, and the thing about what that is like, it's almost like you're in Dan's relationship. The way it naturally happened is just kind of regardless. Okay. It, will this happen? Yes. It's going to happen. How is it going to pan out? Who knows? But it's like kind of like just take the next step in front of you. Just kind of keep it moving. It's like, yeah, I can plan out all this stuff all I want up and down. But those things are more of like a day-to-day kind of thing. Just take it how it is. Yeah. Um, And like you said, you just – you guys have a heart for that. You guys are open to that. It's You're compassionate to that idea, obviously. Um, And that was just a place I think you guys were mentally ready anyway. It was something that, you know, was just resonated with you. And obviously it was something Danny, whether he shared it with you or not, he always had like, and I just thought it was interesting. Cool. Cool as hell too. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's just nothing else. But like, I just want to say perfect. Like the way it happens, just perfect. Like it's not yeah. forced. I love stuff when it happens so well 
and it's not forced. It's like this natural way of yeah. occurring. Yeah, nothing happened for like I feel like nothing happened like in the normal progression because right. like the first well, I guess our second date, he was asking me like about all my tattoos and he's like, What's the most recent one that you had? And I showed him I have a semicolon on my ring finger. So I was like, Oh, it's for like mental health awareness and so I'm telling him about all my stuff and I was like I get this is like literally the second time I've ever talked to you and yeah. I just put all that out there and he's yeah. like, no, it's cool. Like I'm actually doing like my mental health rotation right now in school yeah. and I think all that stuff is awesome. And then like just so much stuff happened when we first met. Like I remember like Papo had a really bad seizure and like, you know, yeah. it was just like very stressful for him. So it yeah. was just like lots of things that were testing just us as people and like us yeah. as being able to help each other out. Yeah. Um. So we, you know, we would joke like, you know, it was our third date technically, but it felt like it was our, you know, third year together. Right, because right. Because we've just done so much. Right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't really think anything about how we progressed is, like, normal. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's awesome. Yeah, and you guys you guys are doing freaking awesome, so that's cool. All right, cool. We like to end things off with quotes, and the first one is by Helen Cam, and she states... Civilization is the art of living together with people not entirely like oneself. And the second one is by Eric Hoffer. There would be no society if living together depended upon understanding each other. Wow, it was like we were talking about the um, previous podcast about awareness. Mm. Um, Very cool. All right, so there you have it, folks. Moving in together. In this episode, we have special guest... Lindsay Jenkins, who recently moved in together with our other cousin, Danny Cuevas. The crew discusses sharing, communication, relationships, finances, possessions, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Helen Cam and Eric Hoffer. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.